0: Welcome to episode 18 of Retrotopia, where Sam and Brian, that would be me, are going to be talking about another game that we love. And for the first time, we're playing one in a very, very long series of video games. And what is that, Sam?
1: Today, we are talking about Final Fantasy 3, the actual Final Fantasy 3, not the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy 3, which was 6. This is the, the one that we didn't get. Final Fantasy 3 for the Nintendo. So Final
0: Fantasy 3, not 6, which is named 3 on the Super Nintendo, but only in North America. Okay, I got you.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Make some notes on that.
1: We'll we'll call it Final Fantasy Actual 3.
0: Yeah, Final Fantasy Actual 3. Pixel Remaster, of course.
1: Yes, Pixel Remaster.
0: All right. So uh, what's been going on with you before we get into the game discussion?
1: Not too much. We were just talking a little bit before the pod here. It's been a busy week uh, getting ready for a, a work trip coming up so i will uh, have some limited time this week to cram everything in and i've made myself a nice to-do list so i'm i've been i've been checking some things off how about you i've
0: spent the weekend over at a couple of friends house went to a
1: retro arcade like an actual retro arcade
0: oh yeah i mean we're talking like um bubble bobble mm-hmm. you know asteroids you know miss pac-man no regular pac-man though and a bunch of pinball machines and of course it's a beercade too so i'm drinking nice. my face off um yeah, yeah go ahead what
1: what is the difference between pac-man and ms pac-man really a bow sorry, sorry. I yeah i don't know like yeah get, get right out of town no that's sorry that's a that's a wayne's world reference if you uh if you know you know
0: <laughs> yeah you do if you know
1: what was your um what was your game of choice at the arcade
0: uh, I kind of walked around, did a little bit of everything, and then there was these these uh, setups with N64s and uh, Super Nintendos and regular Nintendos there, where they actually put emulators with ROMs, So uh, Ooh. Me and the buddy there, and he knows who he is. Uh, we played a little bit of uh, video games, a little bit of Darkwing Duck, actually.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, we both suck at it and couldn't get past level one. Mind you, the booth had this 42-inch TV about three inches from your face, so it wasn't that <laughs> exactly the easiest setup to see.
1: I'm sure the... Uh, I'm sure the beverages didn't help uh, starting a game that you hadn't played. Have you played Darkwing Duck before?
0: Oh, a long time ago. No, it didn't help. (laughs) Uh, Especially that too. And like all the shiny lights and stuff. I just wanted to walk around. Um, Played Turtles the Arcade with the boys.
1: Yeah. All right. That was a
0: good time. Except for, you know, the game is designed for kids because three grown adults (laughs) side by side. There's no room for the fourth (laughs) player,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Like we're just shoved in there.
1: Hey, beat it, kid. We're standing here.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And that was the other thing is um, even though, like, we went in the afternoon when it opened and it just turned into kind of a uh, dumping ground for people's kids so they could go sit and drink or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of know. kids running around. And I'm all for kids learning retro games. It's just, you know, if they're going to run in between you and the arcade, uh, don't be surprised if one of them knocks their head on something. Like,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Like, I'm not going to knee a kid, like, you know, publicly. <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm not going to knee a kid on purpose. Yeah, but I, I <laughs> turned around and like
0: my hand is at my side, and I almost wiped a kid's face off the, uh, you know, off his oh. nose. Or, what's the saying? I almost wiped his nose off his face with my hand, just like turning there. It's like they're yeah. all over the place. Of course, a little fuckers hog the Mario Kart.
1: Oh man, well everybody I mean, hogs
0: Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, it is a great game. We'll be talking about that one pretty soon, won't we?
0: Oh yes, we will. That's coming up actually sometime in April, I believe.
1: Yeah, and I I think this is probably a good time to to plug our Discord real quick cuz if you want to see at least a few photos of Brian and his pals over the weekend and uh their exploits at the arcade, you can join us on our free Discord. You can and you can find that at uh linktree
0: backslash or forward slash retrotopia and yeah,
1: slashes it, I don't know. Try both. I think
0: is forward <laughs> slash. Yeah, just try it until it works. Yeah, just
1: try. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you don't know what linktree is, it's spelled l i n k t r dot e e forward slash retrotopia.
1: Yes, I think you're right. I think it is a forward slash. The backslash is like for programming and shit.
0: Yes, <laughs> something like that. I have no idea. This yeah, is the proper slash. If you if it doesn't work, try the other one. If that doesn't work, then you know I, I've tried.
1: Yep, and then then you can't be helped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are
0: sorry. <laughs> All right, so we, we didn't get any comments about uh, or general comments this time, so uh, mm. let's just let's roll right in. What have you been playing there, Sam?
1: Uh, lots of stuff, actually. I've been carving out lots of time for, for gaming. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog this weekend, which was a fun time. Um, I've been playing Castlevania Dracula X for an upcoming episode, and then I went down, like, as as my mind does, uh, kind of went a little bonkers and started i pulled out my old psp and started playing rondo of blood and then found out that it was 80 percent off on the playstation network and downloaded it to my ps5 and started playing it there so i've been like my my brain has been buzzing uh with the castlevania so that's um that's that's primarily what i've been playing And and then i went back into uh this is my third <laughs> my third attempt on Shining Force. I've been uh, playing that again. So how about you?
0: <laughs> well, I started Dracula X there, and I'm not a very good Dracula player or Ooh. Castlevania player, so I've been getting the lay of the land and trying to move around. This game is just kind of... Uh, I guess it's a little above my level right now. I just need a little yeah. bit of practice. But um, mostly I've been playing intermission, like Final Fantasy VII Remake intermission there, just to get Ooh. ready for this week when... Uh, rebirth comes out
1: yeah is that where you get to play as yuffie or yuffie Yuffie? yeah
0: yuffie uh cool not a bad game it
1: kind of takes place
0: concurrently with the uh uh main game there and there's actually a scene in it where you almost cross paths but you don't actually cross paths oh cool
1: because does it do you take her perspective as she's like in the in the woods of, like, you're in, like, Wutai or whatever, and... Well, you're uh,
0: actually, you're in Midgar in this game, so you end up at, um, in District, uh, yeah, the 7th District there, and you're by, uh, 7th Heaven, and it's right after where Cloud falls off after the second Mako reactor is blown up. Uh huh. So the three of them are arriving back, uh, like, the, uh, Avalanche group is arriving back, talking about how Cloud is, you know, he's alive still, and then that's the moment where Tifa takes off to go to, uh, Walmart uh huh. So, so you're seeing it from the perspective you don't see it in the actual game you're seeing it from yuffie watching them talk about this
1: oh so she's like you know like an expanded universe version of final fantasy 7 she's been yeah. kind of following them for quite a while basically
0: they they made a story out of uh you know what you don't see
1: that's awesome i like that kind of stuff that's that's exactly why i like old star wars expanded universe like pick pick background shit and throw something in there that is happening yeah. concurrently. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All
0: right, you All ready right. to get the, uh what was the uh saying from Letter Kenny ready to fuck this pig?
1: Yeah, let's fuck this pig. <laughs> <laughs> or how do you want to fuck this pig is uh Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Something like that, we'll get it. Yeah. All right, so uh before we're gonna start the discussion, I'm gonna Go give ahead. a brief overview of the two uh of the game. Well, the game and some of the versions we're going to talk so when i come back uh, or when we come back me and sam are going to uh give a little bit of more in-depth detail on the different versions yeah no so, you
1: were right when, when i come back i won't be here
0: yeah that's right, <laughs> <laughs> All right. anyways
1: here we go
0: Final Fantasy 3, initially releasing for the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1990, marked a significant milestone in the renowned Final Fantasy series. Developed and published by Square, the game was a collaborative effort led by a talented team of developers including Hironobu Sakaguchi, the creator of the Final Fantasy series, Koichi Ishii, the director, and Nabuo Umatsu, the composer. The NES version of Final Fantasy III introduced a job system allowing characters to change classes and acquire different abilities, adding strategic depth to the gameplay. The narrative follows four orphans who discover the power of the crystals and embark on a quest to save their world from the impending doom. The game's turn-based combat system, diverse job classes, and the memorable soundtrack by Nobuo Umatsu contributed to its success. Despite being well-received in Japan, the NES version of Final Fantasy III was not officially released in North America. Instead, Western audiences were introduced to Final Fantasy IV as Final Fantasy II, creating confusion in the series' numbering. It wasn't until 2006 that players outside of Japan got to experience Final Fantasy III through a 3D remake for the Nintendo DS. This version featured updated graphics, redesigned characters, and a more immersive presentation. The job system remained a core element, and the narrative received an additional depth. The DS remake also used dual screens, utilizing the lower screen for map and navigation and other functions. The Nintendo DS version of Final Fantasy III introduced players to a more nuanced portrayal of the game's characters. The four protagonists, initially nameless in the NES version, were given distinct identities. Luneth, Ark, Refia, and Ignis. This addition of the names enhanced the narrative experience, allowing players to form a stronger connection with the characters and their journey. Luneth emerged as a brave and curious protagonist, Ark showcased a more reserved and scholarly demeanor, Refia embodied a strong will and independent personality, and Ignis portrayed a loyal and steadfast companion. These names not only personalized the characters, but also contributed to the overall emotional resonance of the game, enriching the player's engagement with the unfolding epic. Square Enix revisited the game again in 2021 with the Pixel Remaster. This version aimed to retain the charm of the original while enhancing the graphics for modern platforms. The Pixel Remaster featured pixel art reminiscence of the 8-bit era, reimagined music tracks, and a quality of life improvement such as an auto-battle option and a quick save feature. Throughout its various iterations, Final Fantasy III has received positive critical acclaim. Despite its limited release, the NES version gained recognition for its innovative job system and engaging storyline. The DS remake was praised for revitalizing the classic with updated visuals and additional content, introducing the game to a new generation of players. The Pixel Remaster series continued this legacy with Final Fantasy III, earning praise for successfully marrying nostalgia with modern enhancements. In conclusion. Final Fantasy III has evolved over the years from its NES roots to the DS remake and, most recently, the Pixel Remaster. The development team's dedication to preserving the essence of the original while embracing the advancements in technology has allowed this classic to endure and captivate audiences across multiple generations. Alright, that was great by me. Thanks. Good job, Brian. Oh, you're still here, Sam. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought I didn't get my I didn't get my walking papers.
0: (laughs) All right, So we we actually have a couple of uh, letters or we have a couple of messages from our uh, people on our discord about the game. So Sam, do you want to take us away with uh, the old Super Dave there?
1: Yeah. So Super Dave says this was my introduction to Final Fantasy and also the first one I beat. Uh, I do wish there was more of a storyline like Final Fantasy four, but the job system is a lot of fun to play with. That's true. Well, I don't know if I if I've ever encountered anyone who says that Final Fantasy 3 is their first one, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, awesome.
0: the original wasn't really released in uh, North America, but I guess depending when you actually played your first Final Fantasy game, you could uh call it your first
1: one. Could have been on the DS, hey. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, moving along. Unbuckled Cape says, could someone explain the numbers to me? Thank you. And I'm going to put a note here to interject a Children's TV show about numbers.
1: Yeah. Uh can someone please explain numbers to yeah. unbuckled? <laughs>
0: well, let's go through the real numbers. So you got see you got one, two, three, and then four, which is actually two in North America. Then you have five, which wasn't released, and you go back to three, which is actually six in Japan. Cool. Then you got seven, eight, nine, then you got ten, and then ten, two. Got it. Yeah, it keeps going fuck so uh, what eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen, two, thirteen, three. Oh, uh, 14, which is an MMO, 15, was, which is was actually supposed to be 13 versus and then 16.
1: OK, got it. Yeah, understood. That's like the difference. Explaining the difference is like um, between like the Japanese releases and the US releases is like trying to explain the like English system of measurement to someone versus yeah. the metric.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you have 10 meters, what you actually have is like three or four feet or something like that.
1: Yeah. But then there's 10 too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right you want to finish us off yeah uh
1: we got zodiac uh who says until the pixel remaster this was probably one of my least favorite games in the series the nes game has a lot of advancements over the previous games but the shallow job system along with requirements to have certain jobs in certain situations and a brutal final dungeon kept the game from really taking off Uh, The DS remake was a great effort, but the characters and plot felt forced because, well, they were. But the Pixel Remaster, for some reason, hit all the right buttons. While it didn't fix the bland job system, it did make an already great soundtrack even better and balance the difficulty to where it becomes a fun romp. It still has issues, but the Pixel Remaster was my second favorite of the batch, only behind Final Fantasy V. Well said. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And the job system
0: is pretty bland, but you kind of got to forgive it because it is their first attempt at it and it's on a Nintendo cartridge.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, and I don't know if it was we'll talk about the jobs, but there were like those two or three uh, ones that you could unlock at the end. And I don't know if that was in the original game or not, but I made great use of them.
0: Yeah. And I just went with the old four uh, dragoons there and then (laughs) just basically jumped my way to the end of the game.
1: The old four dragoon, fuck you. Yeah.
0: But speaking of four dragoons, there's actually four different versions of the game. Uh, we should talk about first. So I'll yeah. go over one, then you can go over the next, and then we'll go back and forth until finally, you know, we both fall back in exhaustion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. that doesn't sound like you're describing. Uh, I was not the Final Fantasy here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. yeah <laughs> or maybe right, it's so... a fantasy of some sort. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: All right. Released in 1990, <laughs> the original NES version was released in uh, Japan only. Uh, so on the Famicom, and it uh, marked a significant milestone for the franchise. Uh, with its introduction of the job system, uh, it had a compelling narrative. It kind of set the foundation for uh, the series' future success, because you will see the job system again in subsequent Final Fantasy games. Yes. Um yeah, so this is... Uh, I did play this one on a ROM, but the uh, text was kind of wonky, so I didn't actually mm. get more than an hour into it before I kind of forgot what I was supposed to do without the text telling me. <laughs> so.
1: yeah, yeah, and this is a case where I'd be interested to see certain how certain parts of this game worked in the original version, but I would really have no interest in playing a, a translation of this because it would have to be some sort of a fan translation.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is it was translated in the menus and like all the options for fighting. It's just the text. It wasn't like in uh, Japanese. It was literally gibberish. Oh, okay. Yeah. So G- it was a bad
1: wrong that's, that's gibberish. Okay. <laughs> well, that's no good. Um, so let's talk about the, the Nintendo DS remake. Uh, those came out. Um, well, it's, it's uh 2006 for the DS remake. And then, um, what? Well, what's the 2008? Oh, North America. So, yeah. so they got a, a 3d remake, right. And, um, in 2006 in Japan, 2008 in North America and Europe uh, featured updated 3D graphics, uh, some reimagined character designs, and revamped job classes. So this is where they must have added a few different classes that were yeah. in the original.
0: And they kind of shoehorned, a, a, I guess, a more polished story into a game that uh, didn't really need a more polished story.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. The um, uh, remake introduced the game to, and this is the first time we saw it. Uh, outside of probably, yeah. you know, at, at there at there were probably uh, ROMs of it uh, floating around before uh, this came out. But this was really the first time that we had a, a legitimate way to play it. Um, yeah, so. and I actually have
0: this game. And again, I popped it into the DS and I gave it a shot there. And I don't know something about the original Final Fantasies, like the one through six. Mm-hmm. If they've been done in 3D and this one and Final Fantasy four i believe were redone in 3d
1: um they don't feel right yeah it's got a weird vibe to it yeah and also at
0: the same time it kind of starts off a little bit different because instead of having the four onion knights you start off with one now named character and it's just yeah i don't know it plays up yeah
1: go ahead yeah it's not particularly difficult to get through that first dungeon but you do have to do it with i believe one maybe two characters it just I, I only had
0: one character by the time I put it down and just kind of ran out of time to play any further yeah. but uh I might <laughs> go back to it like I've had it in my collection for so long and the first time I've actually played it was for this yeah so I, I used to just buy games and then you know never play them can have the yeah' have on the one through three
1: <laughs> yeah all right you want to talk about the um yeah, the subsequent the releases remake, and yeah.
0: platforms we've uh, after the DS remake, uh, we saw some releases on other various platforms, including the iOS, Android, and the PSP. Uh, they made more. Uh, they maintained more of the core elements of the original, and then added some features, enhancing the graphics a little bit, and you know making more accessible to a larger audience. Uh, yeah, so no. that nothing really to write home. You can play it on your phone.
1: Yeah, this is the first version I played and I probably I've had it on my phone. I mean, I've had an iPhone for I don't know, uh, what now, uh. like 15 years, but I've had I've had it on my phone for the better part of a decade or more and started it several times and never finished it. So I mean, this I mean it's fun, but I never yeah. got past the, the the first um like Sky Island thing.
0: Yeah, it takes a special type of gamer to be able to play on your phone. Like, I played Final Fantasy V on my phone, and it yeah. um, it took me forever because getting used to the touch controls or the touchscreen as the controls was just kind of uh, wonky.
1: Yeah, I I dislike playing games on the on the iPhone. I just can't do it. I don't understand it.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, so the last yeah. one is...
1: Uh, is the ahead. Pixel Remastered. It is. This is the version that Brian and I both played. They've been out for a few years now, I believe. Um, They were available for a while just on, I think, maybe the PlayStation Network and Steam. Uh, It was Um, on
0: Steam and cell phones at first, and then it came out everything else. That's right.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, cell phones. Um,
0: Because I have six on my cell phone. Again, I've never touched it. I don't know why I bought it.
1: (laughs) Just because. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this this is probably the definitive version i would say just um
0: it's, this is this is definitely the way to play it nowadays yeah. like they improved it just enough that it's great and it has a couple of uh little things if you just want to play the story you can kind of cut the grinding boost if you're really that type of guy yeah
1: yeah it's it's definitely got the the charm of the original plus all the enhancements of the the modern pixel remasters which i've played now three of the six original final fantasy games on the pixel remaster cartridge and they are all fantastic. So outside
0: of the pixel remaster, have you played any of the original, uh, six final fantasies
1: first three? I had the first two on my PSP, uh, back, back in the PSP days and played those, but I never had access to, uh, four and six, uh, the super Nintendo ones. And, uh, and not five either. Five is another one we didn't get over here for a while, and yeah. I didn't get it on the advance. Uh, although I wish I had, because by all accounts, Final Fantasy V on the Game Boy Advance is really good.
0: Yeah, uh, I think I have that cartridge actually sitting in the basement in a box somewhere. Kind of got shuffled away in one of our moves, and I've never been able to find it. But I know it's in my house somewhere.
1: <laughs> didn't she hate that feeling? Oh yeah. But yeah, I am very eager to dig into four, five, and six now that I've. Um, oh yeah.
0: One day we're going to three? talk about six. I'm going to force you into it because that's my favorite of the series.
1: Well, that's fine. You don't have to force me. I'll play. Oh, again. no. I'm <laughs>
0: going to twist your arm and I'm going to make you do it, daddy. I mean, what?
1: <laughs> you just want to hurt me somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't right. about
0: the games anymore.
1: No. So, yeah, pick up. definitely pick up the Pixel Remaster. Um, it is. It is a very very good yeah as a collection as a whole is great very good
0: yeah especially if you're a final fantasy fan there i mean this is absolutely something you should already have
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good one i pre-ordered it when it when it was uh rumored to be coming out and then the, the physical switch copy i jumped all over it
0: yeah all right so um just to let everybody know we are going to be focusing on the pixel remaster because we have to play what's available to us and this was the version available to both of us, so uh, this yep. is how we plan to you know, tackle this game. Uh, so let's start off their favorite question of the week. Uh, why did we choose this game, Sam?
1: This was the next one on the list for me that I hadn't completed. Um, I had played one and two, and I I can't remember if you or I suggested three, but... Um,
0: somebody suggested it.
1: It made somebody, the list somehow. Somebody did, and here it is. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad we played it, because this is... This has got to be probably one of my favorite games that I've played for the show. Yeah, this
0: is, um, I played this one first. Actually, this is the only game on the Pixel remaster I've played so far because I've Mm -hmm. played all the other games with the um, uh, PlayStation version of one and two, and then, you know, uh, five on my cell phone, and then four and six uh, on the Super Nintendo there. So this one was a good one to start with. Uh, So this is the first game I played, and I friggin' loved it after I finished it the first time through. It's great. Oh, yeah. Definitely a great Final Fantasy to start with. And it doesn't jump the shark too early.
1: No, it does some actually some really fucking cool shit that I didn't anticipate because I I luckily did not get spoiled for all the cool stuff that happened. So there will be spoilers. Um, well, you know, obviously we're going to spoil some stuff. But um, if you are interested in playing it, I would suggest maybe not listening to the spoilers. Maybe we can say you know give people warning i don't
0: we've... think that's uh that's how it can we're not really going to dive too deep in the story anyways we're going to talk about like a little bit of the plot elements but we're not going to give away anything big it's just um okay all right uh, it's not like our earlier episodes where we went level by level we're trying to no. focus more actually reviewing points of the game rather than the whole right. game itself
1: no, but there are definitely a couple things that I will talk about that blew my mind. That will that would probably spoil some things.
0: Oh but. yeah, and then if it, if you feel like it's going to be a spoiler, just tell people to you know stop yeah. listening to us. And our, you know we had a good bump in numbers this week, so you might as well yeah. you know, kill the podcast now. Yeah,
1: it. earmuffs everyone. I'm going to talk <laughs> about something uh, really cool that happens in this game. Oh my um, god, this
0: was the greatest thing in the world. Wait, wait, wait spoiler alert. So spoiler this alert. Kill the
1: mood. <laughs> All right, so uh, do you
0: want to talk a little bit about the story and the plot here?
1: Yeah. Um so this is kind of the reworked plot as uh as was done in the remake for I think the DS version and definitely the iOS version cuz that's the one I played. Um but you have four um well you have four orphans that aren't named in the Pixel Remaster. They do have names in the uh, in the remake. The yeah, we'll remake. get we'll, we'll go over those in a bit. Yeah, we're not going to worry about that right now. So you're four orphans that uh, discover their destiny as the warriors of light, and and they are tasked with finding four elemental crystals that are the source of the world's balance. There is the wind, water, fire, and earth crystal.
0: Hot, all with your powers combined, I yeah. am Captain Planet.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's Every
0: time like I go over this and I'm writing it, that's all I can think of. It's earth, fire, wind, water, hot.
1: Or if you want to feel like you're walking around in the grocery store, you can put on some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> but not water, because fuck water. Um, <laughs> um, and then uh, Zand is your antagonist here. He he is looking to exploit the crystals and disrupt the harmony between light and darkness okay so then the heroes embark on a quest to prevent zan's plan and restore balance to the crystals. so you have to go through and and find you're going on a quest for these four crystals which i i thought was pretty cool it gave the the story like kind of a nice linear path that's like okay we got one now i know what i need to do i need to go after this next crystal right
0: yeah
1: um so the game features a job system and um the jobs are actually tied into which crystal you've unlocked. Yeah, so yeah, that was first, kind of a neat yeah, thing. I did. I liked it. Um it was a little flat. I do like a job tree because I like to be able to like nerd yeah. out and plan where I, you know, like I want to get, you know, the dragoon and the ninja and the, you know, whatever, but this was um basically different jobs were unlocked behind each crystal and each time you you got a new crystal you got a new set of jobs that you could you could go into so then actually it kind of uh, made it a little bit tough because you had to kind of grind uh once you got a crystal it's like okay let's try out some of these jobs and see if any of them fit my play style or anything but you switch jobs and you're back at level one for your new job so which is kind of weird like what did the job levels actually do because
0: i never noticed a difference like it's not like i could equip better weapons or the job would do something harder or i'd get more abilities
1: um i think for some of them it must have made the the abilities better uh i know for some of the ones that had like magical abilities you could learn more uh like it unlocked higher um okay magic levels right for like the the black mage and the white mage. There's a red mage.
0: Yeah. I guess my problem is I really did kind of stick with the dragoon system there and just, yeah. Cause it was almost too broken. Like all I do is jump and nobody would be able to be hit and then they would land down. Then you get the blood lances.
1: Yes. And they absorb <laughs>
0: hit points. So they're basically healing themselves when they land.
1: Those dragoons we're broken as fuck.
0: Yeah, but let's, uh, let's skip that until the Dragoon portion of the show.
1: Yeah, where, where we just talk about how awesome the Dragoon is. <laughs> and then there was other jobs. Uh, Ninja was pretty awesome, too. We can go into that. I, I did enjoy yeah, the Ninja quite well, a bit. I got
0: a list of the, uh, the different jobs down below, so we'll just finish the yeah. plot here. Yeah, we'll go through it. I'll try to stop distracting.
1: No, no, no. It's it's all good stuff. No, um, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's certainly not. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the exploration includes a vast world map um, emphasis on vast world map without, uh, without giving away too much, but it, it's pretty awesome. There are, what he
0: means is the map. is pretty big.
1: Yeah, it, it is pretty big. Uh, there's uh, airship exploration, which is awesome. Um,
0: several types of airships.
1: Yeah. Which I, I thought that was so cool. Um, all the, you know, and you kept like there were a couple times when you would lose your airship, and you would be like, "Oh, god damn it!" And then it was like, "No, but like complete this task, and you'll get a better one."
0: Yeah, the only thing that bothered me about the airship was that you can't fly over mountains. There's the one that kind yeah. of hops over like specific parts of the mountain, but oh god, it always drove me that like you uh you have to run into the friggin mountain there. You're like, "Ah, crap! This thing can't fly high enough for mountains," so you have to go all the way around. And I mean, minor inconvenience, but at yeah. the end of the day, I mean why can't the ship fly over mountains?
1: Actually that part, um, because they're basically uh, what Brian's talking about is there was a, an airship called the, uh, what was it called? It was like the dreadnought or the destroyers and like a, some big, huge one that you get and it can fly over mountains, but it can only fly over like thin little strips of mountain. And they actually made a maze out of it in, on one of the continents. Yeah. And that was really fun. So that, I mean, it was kind of an irritant, like, while you were trying to figure it out. But then once I figured it out, I was like, well, this is actually really clever. There's like a little maze through here.
0: Yeah. And the name of the airship you're thinking of is the Invincible.
1: The Invincible. I was close. It, it was started with a D. <laughs> it started with a D. <laughs> the the Invincible. It started um, with an alphabet letter. Yeah. It started with a letter. So I was, I was close. I was in the, I was in the area. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, you're facing, you know, powerful adversaries both you know you'd get to this next dungeon and i I don't know about you but i would i would uh explore until i got to the next portion and then find that you know i was getting my ass kicked like as soon as i walked into the next dungeon because they just change it up and in the you know the creatures you're fighting in random encounters are just throwing completely different things at you. Yeah, at, you
0: definitely had to sit and grind for a little bit. I turned on the boost at one point there just mm-hmm. to kind of catch up because I was starting to fall a little bit too far behind. And yeah. I I didn't really feel like spending the time uh, uh grinding that long just because I I wanted to get through the story of the game to remind myself about it. So yeah I, I, yeah, I kinda cheese the game a little bit.
1: Yeah there's one point in particular where um you go into the next dungeon and they tell they kind of hint that if you Attack these creatures with conventional weapons. They multiply, and I just got my ass handed to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the the Dark Knight. Um, it was it the Dark Knight or a, a Black Knight or whatever. There's a there's a knight and you um, there's a knight, a regular knight, and then there's a Black Knight, and it's got like very specific um, weapons that you can wield. And those weapons that the Black Knight wields will attack these creatures and they won't multiply. So then you have to work that into your strategy. And I think for the longest time, and I think maybe through the end of the game, I had a Black Knight in my party.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of what Zodiac was talking about earlier in the game. The original had that where certain jobs had to be used at certain times.
1: Oh, like the Scholar?
0: Yeah, forcing you into a kind of a path. Actually, the scholar for me was pretty, uh, pretty strong. Like I just yeah. gave two books and uh, laid knowledge on the enemies.
1: I love that scholar class or just like your weapon is a book, but I mean, yeah. it's got an elemental power. So there's like a fire tome, an ice tome, yeah, lightning, and, and you
0: just slap them with a book there. Yeah,
1: just like beat them with a book. <laughs> and the the animations are great, too. It's just like whack, 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 whack with a book. <laughs> yeah,
0: beat literature nerd.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my kind of class. I love that. Um, I got a lot of books around here, so I'm smacking people with them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. insert your dominance. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else on here? Um, Not really. Yeah. Uh, like once yeah. you do
0: all that, you go fight the uh, big baddie there, and we'll get to him in a little bit, and then credits roll.
1: Yeah, there's some big. There's some good, some fun boss fights. Um, some really fun little, um. Not side quests because they are all part of the main quest like leading into things. But I mean, there's there's times when you have to shrink yourself down. I um, did I not like leopard. that. I,
0: I didn't mind the frog because you no, know, oh, frogs too, or the toad because you, you could bring yeah. yourself back up. But going through that one level all, mini the whole time, you had to use magic.
1: Yes. Like, yeah, uh, or run, just or run. run.
0: Yeah. Well, I ran because I didn't want to burn all my magic. By the time I got to the boss, and then I just unloaded everything I had on him. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say I didn't lo- I didn't love the MP system. It was like you had a certain number of um, uses of a magic thing and you had to buy the yeah. magic
0: and equip it kind of like, a, I don't know, a materia or some crap.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like you have uh, an MP bar or anything and then like, say, fire takes three or something like that. It would be like your level one fire or your level one set of magic. You have. 27 mp for that set of magic so as yeah. you progress up the stronger magic you have less and less mp to use yeah um, I mean. or less and less attempts to use it and i i found that difficult to manage
0: yeah i just like i said after a while i just got away from the magic and just walked right. through or
1: jumped through yeah jump through the whole the whole game with your dragoons all right so um, we'll,
0: um let's shift over to the protagonist from the ds version because i wrote oh, them yeah. down because this is where they were actually given names and a little bit of stories um you got four four of them you have Lunith is the one you start with in the uh original dungeon yep uh he's just the main protagonist of the game that's what they call him next is ark he's another uh fellow warrior of light known for his intelligence and kindness I have Raffia. She's a blacksmith's adopted daughter, and she joins the party. And then Ignis, a loyal soldier, and the fourth warrior of light joins the group. We're not going to get too deep into them because I really yeah. don't want to focus on the game I didn't actually play that much of.
1: Yeah, I've I've started in, and not finished this this particular storyline several times. It's not it's not particularly interesting to me. But one positive thing I will say is I do like the the art style. Um, I think they look very um they look very Final Fantasy tactics. Uh yeah. yeah.
0: And that's uh I can't remember the name of the artist and I'm uh don't think I have time to look it up right now, but uh all the art for like Final Fantasy games is just like this very beautifully done artwork. Like then you get these little pixel blobs Mm -hmm. on the original three Nintendo games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but the but the art behind it is is actually very good. Fantastic. They almost look like um they almost look like little like precious moments figurines. <laughs> but, oh, like, but like a cool anime version of Precious Moments. <laughs> anime <Yeah>. Precious Moments.
0: <laughs> does the art for Final...
1: I'm not selling this, am I?
0: <laughs> no, sorry, I'm kind of looking up. Oh, it's a uh, Yoshitaka Amano does the art for uh uh character designs, illustration, printmaking, painting, and sculpting for the Final Fantasy
1: series. Nice. Yeah, if you if you have a moment to google it. I mean, if you go to like a Final Fantasy fandom wiki or whatever, one of those things, um a lot of the times when I was looking up hints and stuff on, you know, what the jobs did and and how useful they were, like the artwork they pulled for the jobs was from you know, basically the remake and it looks yeah. good. Yeah.
0: And speaking of jobs, well we got four crystals like you mentioned, wind, fire, water and earth and each one yep. comes with its own uh, set of jobs. Uh starting off with the wind crystal which you find right at the beginning of the game. There's no missing this. Right. Actually there's no technically no missing any of them.
1: No they give you the wind crystal right away, right? It's it's yeah. in the first cave and they kind of say like here's the wind crystal, go find the rest of them. It kind of makes Warriors the onion knight
0: a little bit useless once you get to the first town and can kind of upgrade your equipment cuz you get the warrior which is good at strong attack. You get the monk which uh uses nunchucks there and yeah. he's a pretty fucking like he's kick-ass right at the beginning of the game. Like then the, yeah, the Yeah, the white and the black mage as well. Yep. you get the red mage I thought with the original
1: uh, maybe I don't use red mage. I'm not really sure. I think why. you do because I, I have it here
0: under the fire crystal, but, yeah. um, I am pretty sure you get it at the first one because I use the red mage over the, uh, black mage simply because he has attack power.
1: What's the all oh, for the attack power is going to say. What's the difference? They can do some limited magic and they have just a bit better attack. Can they equip swords? Uh, yeah, that's the reason okay. I used them. Yeah. Yeah. I see. um
0: and crystal Jones.
1: i just go full black mage okay want yes the, my want... my
0: notes were a little um not done right yeah you get the red mage and the thief in the 3d version
1: yeah i can't i can't remember because i don't use red mage my first my first party was warrior monk white mage black mage pretty much in that order
0: yeah so which uh, what, what was your party to start off with what did you use you just mentioned it, didn't you? I just
1: yeah, those four. Yeah, th- that was my first. Yeah, that was my starting party.
0: Oh, man. I just had like a senior moment.
1: <laughs> what did you listening. do with, yeah. the, with the jobs that you have?
0: Why aren't you working anymore? You're not going to have grandchildren. <laughs> All right. So let, let's move on. Um, yeah. The Fire Crystal has, uh, you get once you get the Fire Crystal, you get a few new jobs. Yes. You get the Ranger, the Knight, you get the Thief in the 2D version, the Scholar, and then well, I'm just going to skip the 3D version. So you get those four, Ranger, Knight, Thief, and Scholar. And this is a point where they encourage you to use the Scholar.
1: Yes. Uh, it's hinted in the dialogue. They say, like, if you want to find out something about the next thing, you have to, you know, use the, um, you have to use the Scholar. And basically it's like the Scholar has a study. I think it's called study, yeah. right? The ability. And it basically tells you. Uh, the weakness of the enemy that you're fighting and the hit points and all that kind of stuff And there's a there's an enemy that like shifts uh elemental types and so if you use like say fire at the wrong time you'll actually heal the fucker <laughs> yeah. but he's still
0: slightly susceptible to just regular damage and eventually he'll shift over to being susceptible to uh a normal damage and that's where you take where you give him most of his uh Comeuppance.
1: Yeah, but if you use the scholar well in this, uh, in this fight, um, and you time it right, you know, turn wise, because he'll, um, he'll stay on those, uh, those elementals for like a few turns. Um, if you time it right, you can really take advantage of the, um, the weaknesses and, uh, yeah, and kill him pretty quick.
0: Well, I used uh, one scholar there, but I I didn't very often use his, uh, to call it study ability there. No. No. and even once on I... that main boss i just kind of you know brute forced him to die
1: yeah i once once i got past that one and i i moved on from the scholar um yeah. i think i wanted my black mage back
0: yeah and coming up next the water crystal is where mm-hmm. i got what i loved so we had yeah. geomancer the very overpowered dragoon
1: dragoon the
0: viking the dark knight yep. the evoker and the bard and the black belt
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff. and I got really overwhelmed when I got the water crystal and was like, what do I pick? I had way
0: too many choices.
1: (laughs) I actually, I landed on, um, I had my knight and I left my knight as a knight. Um, That was my warrior. Uh, So I went warrior knight and I was intrigued by the the dark knight, Um, but I didn't have the weapons that- Yeah, um, that was the
0: same with me. That's kind of why I ended up going dragoon is because the weapons were available- and yes. i wanted a dark knight i was going to use a geomancer cuz they're the summoners i believe
1: uh, uh, i believe so i went with viking did you go viking Viking i, think I was had
0: yeah i think cool. i had one of those for a bit
1: and i here's another thing that i realized i think your job level within your your specific jobs influence your um like how things like your attack and defense and and hit points and stuff grow because um i had one of my characters become a Viking for a while and leveled up the Viking job for quite a bit. And they're tanks. They're very good. But um, that character, even when I switched it back to a different job, had the highest hit points of anyone in my party. And I think it's because they spent time as a Viking. Yeah. And I, their I, Viking job was leveled up.
0: I uh, just looked it up. Yeah. It's factored into the damage and healing cal- calculations of the character's skills, such as magic and all that stuff. Yeah. So,
1: yeah so it, it just Dark doesn't influence Rexer. if you want to grind and like you know do like I don't know 15 levels of Viking that might improve your um, I don't know down the line when you want to turn it into like a magus or a summoner or you know or back to a black mage or something like that yeah. you might have a bit of a stronger black mage because they've got some Viking skill.
0: yeah, exactly
1: um, and the bard. I, I tried the bard for a bit. The bard sucks. The bard is terrible. Bard always um, sucks. I mean, maybe I wasn't maybe it's one of those things like a magic harp where it's like you just have to grind it and it eventually becomes Gyarados and it's awesome. But it's like there was a um you could sing or whatever, play a tune, and it would heal your party, everyone in the party, but it would only do like forty hit points.
0: See, unless it's Jimmy, no bard is good. <laughs>
1: Oh, Jimmy's the best bard. Both <laughs> <laughs> <Park. laughs> All
0: right. So, um, from there, I once I actually uh, was able to equip four dragoons with blood lances. That's what yeah. I did. It four dragoons with blood lances, and almost yeah. every enemy except for the undead was just untouchable.
1: Oh yeah, like, did you accidentally turn. kill yourself on an undead? Almost. And uh, and <laughs> they all came
0: down. Like three of them died. One survived, and I managed to flee. I was like, "Whoops, not doing that twice." My entire like party was just absolutely useless last so sack of shit for that fight. So I, yeah. I realized once, you know, it was the undead, I just run away from those fights.
1: I I forgot that uh concept in the final dungeon and I I think I killed my dragoon on a zombie dragon because <laughs> he just came down with a jump and just immediately like killed him like hurt himself for like 4000 damage. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, so um, let's uh, moving on. We have the Earth Crystal jobs, which is pretty much your final bank of, I guess, um, yeah, real jobs, I guess, because uh, much sh- never found these ones. But there's uh two extra jobs at the bottom of my list here, anyways. So the Earth Crystal gives you uh, the Devout, mm-hmm. the Magus, which is a magician that can use white and black magic, the Summoner, the don't oh, says Sage and Ninja, but says uh, only 3d i think the sage and the ninja was there
1: no yeah the sage and the ninja were definitely there there was a um in the final dungeon there is a a key that you get at some oh, point in the game and yeah, you can like warp yourself to like some sort of weird underworld where there's just yeah because um, it's blast well, yeah. crystal tower right yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah, then you go down cave. you get
0: all the ultimate weapons there yeah i didn't yeah. get the last two two jobs because i uh i didn't have the proper key
1: oh yeah i went all the way through and i got the the last two jobs and like the boss fights down there are fun and they are tough
0: oh yeah good time definitely good time uh yeah my first playthrough i do remember getting them and i remember having the ninja because i remember that's all i did and i just threw my entire uh inventory at the last boss
1: yes yeah the ninja was the best i so i i got ninja um I think I used so the Devout is the upgraded white mage, but there was one I think Sage was the highest one. So my white mage I turned into a Sage. Yeah. So my my final party was the the Black Knight or the Dark Knight, uh the Dragoon, the Sage, and the Ninja.
0: Yeah, and uh my final party was Dragoon, 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 Dragoon. Dragoon, Dragoon, Dragoon. Yeah. And it turns out that's not even close enough to actually beat the last boss. <laughs> yeah, he just beat the crap out of me. like I'm hitting him with like four digit numbers there, and he just like flicks a finger and knocks out one of my guys,
1: yeah. there was um, I think I did have the most. I mean, I kept their the dragoon jumping, but of the f- the ones that I had out, I think that he was kind of the weakest one against um against the final boss, although, yeah.
0: No one know that uh, spending some time leveling leveling up the other jobs there. Like you can just kind of rotate everybody through the jobs and get the benefit of everything. So yeah, next playthrough I'll do that. I'll uh, spend more time on the jobs themselves.
1: Um, what was it? oh the ninja? I uh, you didn't have the ninja, but if you have if you grind enough and get enough money, um, to buy like a handful of shurikens, those like throwing stars, yeah, they're
0: expensive as.
1: They're very expensive, but I mean, if you really want to, you can cheese the Pixel Remaster and put yeah. Gil Boost onto and get a bunch of money. But um, throwing, I had two in my inventory that I had pulled out of treasure chests, and I threw them in the final battle and did like one of them did nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, nice. and another one did like I don't know, like eight thousand five hundred or something like that. It was like in it was insane amounts of damage. So if you like have what?
0: So what you're saying is four ninjas and a bunch of ninja stars. No, I'm saying one. You balance your party, dude. (laughs) Balance.
1: Balance. What's that?
0: But ninjas are cool. Haven't you ever seen Naruto?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) the Naruto run. I love that. Oh yeah. (laughs) But ninjas are also really great in final fantasy tactics. I, yeah, I adore the ninja class. It is the best.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I definitely like, ninja class but you're right like like I said I was just trying to get through the story this time and I thought I could just cheese the game yeah but uh my first playthrough I spent the time like searching around and finding everything so that I could actually get the ninja and I had a balance party I had a black pretty sure and I still have the save file but I think I had a black knight a ninja uh a summoner and uh sage nice just kind of you know get a little bit of everything going
1: I, had, I I played Summoner for a while, and uh, I enjoyed gathering and being able to use all the summons. But oh, I um, went
0: and found Bahamut yeah. there, and I was going to fucking use Bahamut.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bahamut. Yeah, that's the best one.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he's a side quest. You, you see him very early in the game on top of a mountain, then he disappears, and then you have to go find him in a side quest.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the uh, Invincible, you have to go back and, uh, and go through the first part of the game with the invincible and there's a place where you can hop over and get them. And then there's also Leviathan too. Um, kind of yeah. the same type of same um, area concept. Yeah. But Leviathan is like swimming around in like a pond. Yeah, um, Both are good
0: it, fights too. Like uh, not yeah. overly hard by the time you find them, but uh, definitely uh, worthwhile. It oh,
1: definitely- Leviathan was definitely one of those times where I only had my Dragoon left and I was just like, chasing chasing around trying to revive my party members when they'd get wiped out and finally like Leviathan kept using the tidal wave or tsunami or whatever oh, yeah. and killing my whole party but the Dragoon would have jumped and I just it just ended up being timed just right where the dragoon would jump down, attack, get hit with the tsunami, jump back up. And I had the blood lance, so he was doing tons of damage and yeah. reviving himself. And so well, that, everyone that was, was dead except for my dragoon.
0: Well, that was the thing. I had the four dragoons and they were all jumping. And uh with the blood lance, they'd come down. The tidal wave was nothing. I don't know. Oh, I think yeah. I might have made the game a little bit too easy up until the end.
1: Yeah, I basically, there were several times when my whole party was dead and my Dragoon was just, like, jumping. I was like, come on, yeah. come on, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. All right, so we got a couple of antagonists here before we yeah. get into the kind of the NPCs of interest. The big baddie in this game, because, you know, your Kefka or your Sephiroth of Final Fantasy three is called Zande. Zande.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Zand or Zander. Um,
0: He was one of the three something or other the three ancients there and he's just kind of decided to be a dick about it yeah so he wants to balance to disrupt or disrupt the balance of the light and dark and uh wants to exploit the powers of the crystals so you know usual bad guy stuff
1: he's kind of blah
0: it really because you don't see him much in the game like you take uh yeah. final fantasy 4 and you really kind of see the antagonist throughout the entire game and it feels That's, really yeah like you actually are chasing them same with final fantasy six because you're against the empire final fantasy seven you know you see right. sephiroth early
1: i like that that's what i like about those games is like you see them and you see how uh how much they're gonna fuck you up like sephiroth like comes through and you see how you actually get a chance to in a flashback like fight a battle with him quote unquote yeah. And he does, like, just insane amounts of damage. It's like, oh, I am not ready for this. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I gotta, I better, like, go through this game and, and train up and stuff before I can even think about fighting this guy. Yeah. I think and, that's cool. And you didn't see that with Zand. You
0: no, know, and the thing about Zand, too, is you also have the Cloud of Darkness who was an otherworldly of entity manipulating Zand, or Zandy, and seeking mm-hmm. to engulf the world in darkness. So even then, Zand was being, uh, you know, manipulated. So he was kind of the big bad guy, but you know, Not really. So Cloud of Darkness would be your final boss of Final Fantasy 3 and nobody ever remembers Cloud of Darkness as one of the best Final Fantasy bosses.
1: Yeah, it's actually it's kind of clever how they did it because when you first fight Cloud of Darkness after you defeat Zand it just completely wipes the floor with you and then you yeah. get revived and get sent into another final dungeon and it's like whoa, there's more game back here. Um, but this is where I think the original, if, if, if this holds true in the, in the original NES version, I'm not sure, but like this game is hard as fuck because that's what you,
0: I, yeah, I've heard to that
1: you this whole thing with no save, like there's no save states no. or anything. I mean, you're going to be up all night trying to, you know, and managing your, your items and your party trying to get through all this. Hopefully you're leveled up enough.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's the difficulty of the old NES games, there.
1: Yeah, but, uh, um, I think thank the thank you Square Enix for quality of life improvements and absolutely and different yeah. things like that that make enjoyable games more enjoyable.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, throughout the game, you have a couple of uh, minor, I guess, antagonists. There, first one I have written down is Goldor, who has yeah. the um, he owns the Tower of Owen and hoards the Crystal of Earth for his personal gain, and his entire palace is gold
1: doesn't and, he has like a false crystal though doesn't he
0: yeah he does he ends yeah. up having a false crystal but um this is where i first learned about the magic key so you can on the first uh near the first town after you get the airship that can kind of travel around mm-hmm. uh you'll find the town and the guy sells these magic keys there and you can buy just a brick ton of them and then oh yeah they open up locked doors
1: yeah throughout the
0: game and you'll need them for that uh final big dungeon where all the weapons are yep but um
1: i bought a ton of those yeah
0: gold or yeah so did i gold uh palace has a bunch of doors and treasure chests and you get like this lineup of gold swords and they're mm-hmm. useless as swords but they're worth a lot of money
1: yeah i was like there's a <laughs> there's a room with a comical number of chests like just next to like side by side for like a yeah, screen or two is worth is, uh, yeah and you just <laughs> gold sword gold sword gold sword yeah. i was like is this this is a joke, right? <laughs>
0: like, yeah, but right? then you look at them and they're like absolute garbage. Yeah,
1: they You take terrible. them to
0: the store, you sell them all, and it's just like, oh, it was just a nice way to give you a few extra bucks.
1: Yeah, they're worth like twenty five hundred gil or something like that. So you sell this stack of like twenty of them, and you get a good chunk of money that you can then buy actual good weapons with.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, like blood on. lances. Yeah, blood lances. <laughs> Got to have the blood lance or the blood sword.
1: The blood sword was good too. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so the next guy is uh, Gutsko, a thief who steals a horn of ice, and the horn of ice is needed to protect the water crystal or unlock the water crystal. I can't remember mm-hmm. which one. Uh, he causes havoc in the uh, village of the Vikings, so you, you end up in a big fight with him. But he, I don't really remember much about him. He was just kind of blah. Like he, yeah, I gotta,
1: I gotta look up Gutsko. Well, it's you, like...
0: uh, you get the horn. Like he steals one of them. You go down into the dungeon. You uh, kill him. You get the horn oh, yeah. back then you give it to the vikings the vikings put it down and release their barrier and then he goes and steals both of them and then you go to the water uh water uh, crystal level and then you you know beat him again and get the horns
1: his design is kind of cool yeah. in the pixel remaster in the 3D remake he looks like trash but
0: everybody looks like trash in 3D he's
1: like a big he's like a big burly dude that's got like this giant snake that he's holding it's like wrapped around him he looks cool yeah he's got one wing Oh that's my badass.
0: god! That's how it all started.
1: Yeah, one winged angel. The original is guts go.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> the final one I've written down is just General Hein. Uh, he's just a subordinate of Zandi there, and he works out to carry his plans, and he can just you know General G- uh, Dickhead to the Warriors of Light.
1: Uh, General Hein. Yeah. That's how oh, memorable that's, he is. That's not Final Fantasy. That's like oh no, it is.
0: That's uh. Oh, that's he, he's kind of a one- recurring
1: character, huh? Yeah, it's kind of
0: one of these um uh things about th- this game is not a lot of the characters are really
1: memorable no not really yeah it was fine i i had more fun with the gameplay than i than i did this the story i guess yeah. like, like just progressing from crystal to crystal and playing around with the jobs and
0: yeah this story really is flat but um yeah these are the guys i found these are the guys that kind of uh had a little bit of memory when i was writing the notes but yeah. then you got a couple of uh, NPCs of interest, and the first one you meet is, of course, the series uh, introduction to the series, I believe. I think it's this or Final Fantasy 2. You have Sid Hayes.
1: Sid. Yeah, yeah, so
0: Sid is, again, and he's an airship engineer because that's what Sid does, except yep. for Final Fantasy 15 where he's a car mechanic. Well, oh, that's uh, dumb. Yeah, but he starts out, and he the first thing he does is give you your first airship that can't float over mountains, so you're kind of stuck in this little, um, yeah, little area, and then that becomes your, I think, main airship for later. Or you crash in and get another one. I can't remember how it works.
1: I like his design in this in the pixel yeah, remaster. The little, like... uh,
0: little stubby guy.
1: <laughs> He's like a little garden gnome.
0: <laughs> yeah, and his wife or his yeah his wife is sick, so you have to find an elixir to uh, heal her and. When you do nothing really big happens
1: he is not he is definitely not the like cool cigarette smoking dragoon from final fantasy 7 he's like a little toad man
0: <laughs> yeah uh second one you'll find is the prince of princess of sassoon sarah who plays a pivotal role in the water crystal storyline so she follows you around for the water crystal she's the um she's the only one who can do something with it man my brain just went blank oh
1: she had like a shit there was like a, a shard of it that she had to like reassemble oh, that's right like yeah it. i thought for sure she was gonna double cross and like actually be a monster or something like that i was like waiting for her to actually be the yeah you
0: meet her halfway like into a dungeon though right
1: yeah yeah and okay, uh, yeah. Very spoiler let's let's put a spoiler here and if you don't want to hear this skip ahead like 30 seconds but um this getting the water crystal and having the water drop and reveal like two or three more continents was like.
0: That the was amazing. Part yeah. it. it
1: was one of the, my favorite parts of this game. I was like, oh, this is cool. that There's like kind of a second island beyond the the main island of the game. That part was that part was cool. And then it was like, well, it's mostly water. And then for it to not be water, you know, like it, all these continents rise. It's just like, <laughs> whoa. yeah, Final Fantasy Three coming in hot. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. So um, you know, after you get that and you get all the uh like the land back, and of course everybody was turned to stone, that's why nobody drowned.
1: Right. So they all oh, come yeah. back
0: to life with no memory of what happened. But then you run into somebody called Doga and Une. Une is sleeping in a cave. She's the um Ancient of Dreams. I can't remember the exact title she has, and Doga yeah. was one of the other ancients. Mm-hmm. So you uh you have to find an item to wake up Une, and then her and Doga end up fighting you for uh, for a reason. Can't remember what the reason was. I think it was the um, Earth Crystal.
1: It was something weird. It was like you have to fight us, and then your character kind of like protests a little bit. Yeah, like, no, oh, we don't, don't fight, want to fight
0: you. you. Then you kill them anyways, like good boys. Good
1: yeah, girls. I liked I liked the fights against them. That that was cool. It yeah. was like a way to fight them or a way to work in. That you needed to fight them without them turning on you. Yeah,
0: and they're just uh, two characters that kind of unveil the entirety of uh, Zande and his role in the story. And you meet him fairly—I wouldn't say fairly late. Probably you meet uh, Doga midway through the game, and then Une, you'll meet just about an hour or two later.
1: Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it, it's nice. It's kind of like a Star Wars thing where they sacrifice themselves to become spirits and help you in their it's like an obi-wan kenobi thing you know like luke you know yeah. you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not a you big know, star like, wars a,
0: guy you know this
1: whatever whatever star war uh yeah but those yeah those two do that kind of thing where they turn into spirits and can help you from the yeah spirit realm.
0: and they yeah. show up a little bit around the end of the game they're just to, uh, you know i guess plot armor their way through the end
1: yeah, they're, they're your, your force ghost helpers.
0: But, um, let's put a big spoiler mark on this point. Cause let's talk yeah. about the actual like big twist uh, that you really loved about the game. So we're going to go about oh, yeah. maybe two minutes into this and it's going to be a bit of a spoiler here about a big event that happens a couple hours into the game. So.
1: Yeah. And it actually solved one of my criticisms of, of what I had played of the game so far going in, which was, I thought the world was very small. small. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering why you could walk around the entire circumference of it, basically. Like it, it was, yeah. I thought
0: it was just lazy. Like at first, I was like, "Well, the Nintendo cartridge is pretty small, so the, obviously yeah. the world can't be that big." Then yeah. it was like, well, I thought it was just lazy that they even put like sky as the background, and it was looked mm-hmm. like it was below you. I thought like, "Well, come on, smarten the fuck up, right?"
1: Yeah, but then, but then they tell you to fly off the edge of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you do, and all yeah. of a sudden there is this map about maybe tw- 10 20 times the size and it's yeah. all in water and it was like what
1: yeah especially um,
0: considering you only got the one crystal up on the top there
1: yeah and that was a pretty significant chunk of the game is spent on that first uh sky island i guess you would call it and then you leave Skyland. it in Skyland uh that i just was like whoa and then uh, we we mentioned it before in, a, in the earlier spoiler about the water crystal but you know the I was like, first of all, impressed. And then it kind of wore off. Cause I was like, well, this is mostly water. Right. Yeah. Um, but then huge continents rise out of that water. Once you get the water crystal. Well, the first
0: time I went down, I thought, well, maybe because the first one you got was, um, wind crystals and then yeah. it was the water crystal. And I'm like, okay, well maybe we're going to go down another layer and, you'll get the earth crystal. Then another oh, layer, get be- the fire crystal. And
1: that would have been kind of neat.
0: Yeah. But it, didn't it obviously didn't
1: work out that way, but I thought that no. was
0: how it was going to do, like do four layers of uh kick-ass worlds. But right. It still was pretty neat. The way they actually handled the story.
1: <laughs> it was incredible. I like, it blew my mind. Cause it's like, of course this was part of the original game. Like the, the pixel remaster wouldn't be that much different, but it's like, Oh, once, once the continents rose, I was like, this is fucking final fantasy three. Yeah. I have not played Final Fantasy three. This is Final Fantasy three.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I just absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah. Uh, any yeah.
0: place in the world that you found particularly good? Like you had that big kingdom there that uh, was behind the walls, and then activated yes. by running your airship into the big tower.
1: That was fun. Um, I did. I did enjoy the castle and that whole. I kind of was just happened upon it because I. either I came back and picked it up later and and didn't remember or blew past the dialogue that tells you where to go, but flying your airship uh, into that like castle area and then you get shot down onto the sky.
0: Yeah. And I don't think they actually told you to go there. I think it was just like a natural step to fly around and eventually. Yeah.
1: Well, I did. And luckily it didn't take me all that long, but it was like, I could have, I mean, I, I might not have gone in that exact area where you get shot down, but it was another one of those moments where I was like, God damn it. I lost my ship again. I just got this back. Cause you have to like, basically someone traps your ship for a while and you have to fight Goldor, I think in order to release your ship. And then basically you fly to this next castle and they blow it out of the sky. It's like, I just got it back out of impound. Yeah.
0: Like it was and then, chained up to the, to the yeah. land there. Yeah. That was, that, that was kind of neat, but all at the same time, I mean, chain was kind of ridiculous.
1: Yeah. It was funny because you could get into the boat and try to sail away and like it would extend the chain and whip it back. I thought yeah. that was cool. Um, um but the sorry the the boats like or the the airships that keep getting destroyed just remind me of the big Lebowski and his car. Like oh, yeah. just, it's like come on
0: <laughs> not the car man. <laughs> oh man but of the airships there um we had the invincible the nautilus and then that first the one. Yeah. Uh, I, d- I wasn't a big fan of the Invincible. I, I mean, I like how it was kind of a, uh, you know, store on wheels there, but I, yeah. I, I like the Nautilus. I like going underwater and then looking for stuff.
1: Yeah, because there were some good, there was a cave underwater under this like little teeny tiny island in the corner that had some really good items in it.
0: Yeah, And I, I um, went to yeah. that one because obviously a triangle island you're going to go to.
1: Yeah, and there there is a character, there is an NPC that tells you to go there too. Yeah that's oh, how i found it I, but yeah, yeah i, I love the nautilus and it was fast
0: oh yeah and but the, the other thing was you could only have obviously one airship at a time so you had to park the nautilus in a place and then you'd take the invincible out you'd, then you'd need the nautilus again like when you had to go back and talk to uh
1: what's his name there um i think it was unai or whatever uh, was yeah underwater. doga
0: down that windy yeah. uh windy oh, passage yeah Yeah, that you couldn't take the invincible, so you had to go back and find the Nautilus. And of course, the Nautilus is parked in between some mountains that the invincible barely fits in.
1: Oh, I I pulled them both out. Oh, I like went and parked it and canoed back and then pulled it out. Yeah, I didn't Uh, want to deal with that again.
0: (laughs) I might have been smart. I just dealt with it.
1: (laughs) You just like, damn it, you're like, yeah, uh. It's know. like uh, beep, beep, it's, beep 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 barking.
0: beep fucking beep 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 beep. I guess there's
1: know. that SpongeBob where he's trying to like parallel park the flying Dutchman <laughs> <Yeah>. ship. That's <laughs> am I good? Am I good? That's how I felt like navigating the Invincible through that stuff. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but yeah. it's funny because uh, you have the Invincible and there's those uh, there's a bunch of towers and after every tower is represented by uh, kind of a crystal there, so you yeah. have to break the towers to get to the final boss area, and the invincible will bounce off and so will the nautilus because even if you have all the crystals and it was starting to piss me off because i couldn't remember how to break them and it turns out you just have to walk through them yeah then go back and get the invincible
1: which was like why did i whatever yeah, yeah. Like, what was
0: the point of that <laughs> what was the point of making me walk
1: um that that part was kind of weird because i saw those four gates and it was like well you need the the fangs of it was like Oh, I've that's kind of been low-key okay. collecting these fangs, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like, well, you got this fang, and it was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm looking for crystals, so. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what that's what the Horn of Ice was. It was the fang. Yeah. Like I don't know yeah. why it's written as the Horn
1: of Ice here, but. Uh, I think that's what they call it, but it is the ice fang.
0: Yeah, and then you, yeah. you get one per crystal there, and yeah, that's what lets you through those towers. But you have to walk through them, because apparently flying is just. Right. Not good but another neat thing about the invincible is during the battles it would start out by launching a salvo
1: yeah i love that it didn't do that much but it was no, cool
0: <laughs> it was just enough to kind of let them know that you're you're seriously about to launch your dragoons
1: yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna fire cannons and then all four of us are gonna <laughs> jump up into the air
0: <laughs> somehow land in the middle of the air, and bounce back on the ship yep all right so cool what did you stuff. think about um Anything else about the levels or the worlds you want to bring up before we kind of start wrapping up here?
1: Yeah, I mean we already did the spoilers. It just it blew my mind. So if you're coming coming in or coming back in after skipping the spoiler portions. Yeah,
0: we said two minutes and it's been like ten.
1: Yeah. Well, no, we I think we we said this stuff up. Hopefully we said this stuff up top and we didn't. Well, Well, yeah. It just that part blew my mind. Some kid is gonna write
0: in on us and just be like, You ruined this game for me. I have no hope in adulthood anymore.
1: Uh, well thanks for listening yeah go, go to bed <laughs> go to bed you little shit <laughs> um yeah no this is this is a great game bosses were fun you know some of them were some of them were pushovers but some of them had some bite to them um like i said i ended up with just my lone dragoon jumping left <laughs> and yeah like hanging on by a thread so it was fun it was there was some challenge there
0: now, I know uh, graphics wise, it's not really fair to compare this to the original game, but graphically, would you think of the Pixel Remaster? And did you actually look at the original game at all? Any pictures or videos or anything?
1: I didn't. Um, but the Pixel Remaster is gorgeous. It's, oh, it is. And you can do all kinds of fun stuff in the menus on all of the Pixel Remasters, not just this one. So I found myself toggling back and forth between um, the original soundtrack you know the 8 bit yeah. obviously soundtrack and then the orchestrated soundtrack and like the music in this game is incredible
0: even the original music's pretty good i mean yeah, with the
1: amount of uh, sound
0: like amount of tracks they have throughout the game
1: yeah like the the boss music is so good and i was like the next boss i fight i'm going to do 8 bit i want to hear what this sounds like in in 8 bit it's like yeah it's uh i did the
0: same thing i like i toggled the music back and forth i'd walk into a town i toggle to 8 bit then yeah you know, listen to a bit and then toggle back. And not, there's like obviously the uh, Pixel remaster soundtrack is a lot better, but I did not hate the 8 bit soundtrack.
1: No, I played like I actually flipped it and forgot and just ha- played a significant portion of the game with the 8 bit soundtrack and it sounded just fine. It was great.
0: Yeah. And that's the way to do it, right? Yeah. um, um What about the battle system? Anything you want to bring up about the battle system? Like it's pretty standard menu based yeah. Final Fantasy battle system
1: i i like that i i prefer that yeah um i I don't mind the atb in the later games um i think it makes makes the gameplay more dynamic but sometimes you just like to sit back and and button mash a menu i'm i'm good with it i i find these types of games very calming and comforting i enjoy them quite a bit
0: yeah I, i enjoy it too like uh I, I do like the occasional action game. the newer final fantasies aren't hitting with me as well as these older final fantasies are because of yeah. the more action oriented uh, battle system. I mean remake yeah. did it well, but I still prefer the pixel gate final fantasies over anything past seven and up.
1: yeah I mean I like i I've played part of uh remake and it was the same that part of that's part of why I didn't get as into it as I probably should. Uh, And I will go back and play it. But it's just like, man, I like my turn based. I just like to take. I like taking turns. Everyone take a turn and then be nice and take turns and uh, and I'll kill you.
0: Yeah. All right. (laughs) So one last point until we uh, we go into the final thoughts here. What did you think of the difficulty level of this game? Too high? Not enough. You want more, daddy?
1: I actually got really irritated with the end of the game because the the ramp up was just insane uh it was like
0: the first game we've played that's done that uh fantasy star looking at you
1: oh fantasy star yeah fucking uh but this also had something that that fantasy star had where you needed to do something in order to fight the final boss or he would just kill you immediately and if you didn't know that uh or didn't figure it out and you're playing the original version back in the day it's like you have invested probably hours of time in this final dungeon and only to be turned aside again
0: oh yeah you had to do something specific i didn't know that
1: yeah well there was there were four mini bosses in that final dungeon before you fight the what what do we call this the spirit of zand or whatever the cloud of darkness right so the cloud of darkness will just kill you um but you have to activate these like so you're the warriors of light, and you have to go down and find the warriors of darkness, who are like your kind of like antithesis down there. And there's like little mini bosses to fight, four of them. Um, and oh, the other thing uh, that we didn't really mention is some of these um, uh, caves and dungeons and stuff are full of these um, like hidden passages. Oh yeah, it's like a key component to the exploration of the game and they're kind of easy to suss out in the pixel remaster but i cannot imagine no i think the originals
0: is pretty much uh oh look i had to hit every wall to figure out where to go
1: yeah and i think that would that would get frustrating so i really enjoy the quality of life improvements where you can kind of see a little crack in the wall and then you walk through it they're they're not all the most obvious but um there are some that are difficult to find but yeah. You kind of understand that that's expected of you.
0: Yeah. And most of the walls are marked, anyways. Yeah. And if you look, actually, if you walk into uh, one of them and you look at the mini map, and that's another thing about the remasters, yeah. Remaster is, uh, you have a mini map instead of having to get those uh, items to have a map. Yeah. Um, I like that. But if you're inside of a tunnel and you look at the mini map or the whole map, you'll actually see all the tunnels in the level. So you can kind of uh, plan out where you want to go.
1: I did it. I did like that. quite a bit
0: (laughs) it it was kind of cheap but at the same time sped the game up a little bit so you're not just slamming into walls
1: yeah this playing the original nes version of this game would be just a a real grind i think it would be very difficult um but i would say uh yeah difficulty it definitely ramps up because i was walking through the game not walking through it i mean i was having a little bit of difficulty with some of the bosses but i was holding my own for you know all of the game until the very end and then just got my shit kicked in basically by those by those mini bosses you know like i couldn't beat a single one of them i had to level up 10 additional levels yeah that's where i used the boost i was like okay i gotta i gotta finish this game i've been playing it for a long time yeah
0: just to see the ending there yeah Uh, all right so sam i'm gonna let you go first and kind of i know you just kind of got off a big rant there but do you want to summarize your entire opinion and give your score on this game
1: yeah um it's a great game i mean we played the pixel remaster and i think that's kind of how it should be played i think it took and improved on all of the previous versions and made this the definitive version of this game it's not it's not technically retro because it's you know the new version of the game but it's it's based on a, on a retro game it's in the retro style um if we're talking pixel remaster i give this like a oh man it's like a nine it's it's good it's so what it's my favorite nine? of the first three yeah all right i give it a nine
0: all right so uh, that's good i i agree with you the pixel remaster is the way to play it obviously with the way uh you know the original nintendo is and how hard it is to find as well uh you absolutely have to play the pixel remaster and yeah. the quality of life improvements again as you have said just absolutely make it a perfect game to play Um, i'm not going to give it a nine because there are a couple of things in the game like i said using the dragoons kind of uh made the game a little bit too easy until the end
1: you don't have to do that though no you don't (laughs) i mean
0: it it was my choice but
1: uh that's your problem (laughs) yeah
0: well you know what fine i'll give it a nine no i'm not going to give it a screw you You i'm giving it a lower
1: score now oh even lower because i argued for it (laughs) i was going to
0: give it an 8.5 that that was fine um, it's like you said, it's great. It's not my favorite Final Fantasy game and actually doesn't even hit the top three, hmm. but uh, okay. it's definitely from the uh, first playthrough, it jumped high, high up on my list of Final Fantasy games.
1: I'd, I'd say, um, oh gosh, I mean, you got seven, you got nine, uh, 10 was okay. I would say, no, 10 was good, but it wasn't my favorite. I would say this is probably. Because uh, this, I will say with an asterisk, this is probably one of my one of my top three Final Fantasy games that I've played, and I've not played four, five, and six yet. So, I this actually makes me more excited to play four, five, and six, especially five.
0: Yeah, five really improved the job system. Four improved the storytelling, and then six just yeah. kind of um, it just knocked it out of the park for me
1: yeah so i'm i'm excited i'm more excited now and i was already excited to play those i just yeah. knew i wanted to play them in order and play three first
0: yeah absolutely um we'll probably uh push on to four sometime in the near future there just keep the final fantasy tray rolling
1: hell yeah i'll keep oh. that cartridge in my rotation
0: and my nose is starting to get clogged so i can't actually finish syllables jesus just do a snot rocket Come oh on. yeah just all right everybody turn up your volume and <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um we have a tier uh, tier list here so we might as well uh might as well put it on the tier list and i'm i'm kind of uh interested in what you are going to call this for tier ranking
1: um i would say <clears throat> uh i don't have to think about it much i don't have to like reference back to the tier list and like kind of match it up to other games that i like as much i'm gonna put this in the a tier
0: you're gonna put it right in the a tier
1: yeah Right in I the g- right in the A,
0: <laughs> right in the A, buddy, right in the A. I'm not going to disagree with you simply because I know there are better Final Fantasy games out there, mm-hmm. but uh, this one has the makings of an S tier game. Yes, but uh, yeah, I'll stick it in the A tier with you. I'll just stick it right in your A.
1: Stick it right in the A. I, I really, yeah, I, I could hear the argument for S tier, but again, like like you said, I know that there are other other games that are probably more deserving and will really save that s tier for those really special games but this is almost there yeah it's like an a plus tier
0: yeah this is uh enough to get honors from the dean
1: yes i I don't know
0: what that's referencing but
1: i don't either but it works This is what (laughs) happens
0: when i do two things at once i like write a little note in my book there and then i'm trying to think and talk at the same time and (laughs) my brain just shuts down (laughs) <laughs> but speaking of shutting down, that's going to do it for another episode of Retrotopia. Sam, you're not here next week, so I'm going to be kind I'm of not. riding the intro solo. But what game do we choose from the two that we have in the backlog?
1: Uh, yeah, I believe we are taking 1943 next week. Uh, so mm. that's right. That's a good yeah. game. It's a good yeah. fun
0: arcade game. Yeah,
1: 1943 for the arcade. And I played the, well, I played the arcade uh, version at work on the arcade machine. Yeah, absolutely because played.
0: you work at a fun place apparently. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sometimes. All right. Um yeah, and then uh in NES port, which is I think a little bit well, it's not a, it's not better, but it's it's also good.
0: It's a parallel move.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, 1943, fun game. We're really going we're really hitting the Capcom games uh pretty hard here.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Soon soon this will be a
0: Capcom fanboy uh, podcast and until next time Sam, send us away.
1: Keep on gaming, everybody.
0: Yay.